In the mining town of Deadfall, an adventurer named Varys learns of a secret labyrinth hidden underneath the mine. It's ancient and dwarven, and the opportunities for treasure seem boundless. But before he can seal the deal and sign on to explore the underground facility, he's interrupted by another band of adventurers who've been sent by an extremely powerful hag to whom he owes a massive favor, and they're demanding that he do work for them, forging documents which will allow them to travel across the rootlands. There is, however, a member of this adventuring party that's making these demands, who represents a very unique opportunity. This is the only living dwarf Varys has ever seen. Could he know about these dwarven ruins underneath the mine? And could he prove valuable in locating that treasure? This is Anatomy of a Campaign. The challenge for the upcoming session is to introduce a brand new PC into the mix. Last session, one of the PCs met their final end, the wizard Calda, and over the course of the past few weeks, we have been developing this new character for Grayson to play, and we had set it up that this character would have the forgery skill. That would be the key thing that would drive the the main party to meet them. He developed this uh, bard of the College of Swords, whose name I still can't quite figure out how to pronounce, but we're getting there. He is a uh, a charlatan background, and so has multiple personas multiple identities, and the identity that he is currently using is Varus. And Varus will be working in one of the taverns in this mining town of Deadfall. And the key challenge, of course, in bringing a new PC into a group is always about how do you set up the motivation so that they're willing to, to join up. You can do things like say, well, they already knew each other. That's probably the easiest. But given the, the nature of the travel that the party is in the midst of, it's a little difficult to set up a thing where these characters really knew each other for quite some time because no one has ever been into this area. None of the, none of the characters has ever been in this portion of uh, the Rootlands or certainly in Deadfall. They're heading towards this town of Borlane on the other side of the Rootlands, which is why they need these travel documents because the Rootlands is ruled by these horse lords who are extremely extremely paranoid given that they're anticipating invasion by the faithful of Semyana at any moment. And so it doesn't quite work to say you all knew each other already. That's also not, I think, the theme of the campaign. I think we try to make things as difficult for the dungeon master as we possibly can when it comes to these. <clears throat> And so it became necessary to come up with some kind of a hook, and it was this idea of you could have travel papers that would help you deal with these horse lords as you go across the rootlands, and this character could be the one who could potentially forge the papers. This also opens up an opportunity for a, a side quest. You can choose to just say, look, we want to get on with this adventure in Borlane, in pursuing this uh, this other hag, Agoramaya, who has taken the Battle Nexicon, the book that Calda 
had been searching for, but now the party is going to continue to look for because they have a buyer in the Hag Rudwilla. All of this leads us to the design of the the game coming into uh, tonight's session. And I need to come clean. I've been able to do very little, if any, prep work. And it is now the morning of, of the game. So that's right. I'm in this situation where I have almost nothing prepared for tonight's game. It's very early in the morning. That's when I tend to record these things. So I have the bulk of the day, and it's a Saturday, so I have the bulk of the day to be able to, to come up with some stuff. Am I concerned? Not even slightly. I wanted to come clean about this because this has always been intended to be a warts and all type of scenario. And what I'm leaning on heavily in my prep work is my experience running these sessions, how much we actually get through. Spoiler alert, it's really not that much. So there's not a ton that I need to prepare. The big challenge for this one is, while I know we're going to Deadfall, and I know that we need to connect these characters, what I don't have is something that will really occupy tonight's session from a, from a gaming perspective, whether it be a potential combat or social encounters or any of that, right? There's nothing that's really been designed. All I've got is, we know we're going to go to Deadfall, we know we're going to introduce this new character, they're going to have the ability to forge documents, and dramatically it could be as simple as they go, they find him, they explain that Auntie Rudwilla is calling in a favor, and that if he does this, his debt to her is paid. And in the character's background, we've established all that debt, why he has a debt to her and all that kind of stuff. It's pretty simple and straightforward. He would pay that off, and it's also a character who was designed to say, look, he wants to get out of Deadfall. So he might press and say, hey, if you guys are into something, maybe I could tag along. I also know Rudwilla, so it's all cool. I could lean on the players to say, well, we know we have to get Grayson back in the fold, so let's just lean into this. I tend not to approach things from that standpoint. I tend to try to think of them from the story's perspective and say, well, why would they accept this nefarious person into their midst? and try to provide the logic behind that through the story. As I think more and more about it, I have this town that I've diverted them to, and they're about to enter the Rootlands, this new region that they've heard a lot about but have never been to, and I need to introduce that as well. As part of my prep, I developed a, a quick um, document on the Rootlands, this is something I actually did do, which shows a slightly more detailed map. And for Deadfall itself, I noted a number of important NPCs. So I have this basis to sort of work off of. It is an opportunity with a mine. I mean, it is such a D&D trope to use the, a mine as a uh, jumping off point to adventure. And I've been struggling with that because I don't like to just do something that feels cliche, but I have to keep reminding myself the game is really not about me and my story. It is about uh, everyone having fun at the table primarily. If I don't put a hook for adventure within the confines of Deadfall, such as a, you know, oh, there's a mine shaft that has collapsed because there's some thing in there that the miners have uncovered and oh there's danger and the potential for treasure i feel that i have to if i don't tap into that then it becomes a session of exposition of just travel 
Maybe there would be some uh, wandering monster encounters as they go across the rootlands, although that doesn't make much sense. And it just becomes about them getting over to Borlane, and I'm not at all prepared for Bor Borlane yet. I alighted on this idea of there being an ancient dwarven rune, ruins, not rune, ruins, that was uncovered under the mines. Is it original? Absolutely not. Will it work? Probably. In 4th edition, at least in 4th edition is the first time I encountered them, there are these monsters called Krothics, and they're really cool. I think they're, they're burrowing critters, and they're a little bit from a challenge rating below what the party is now, now everyone's third level, but that means I can throw a ton more of them at the party. And I'm thinking that what this will be is it'll be a, a, a one-night's little mini dungeon where, you know, if, if I can lure them down into this dungeon as a group, it'll serve multiple functions. Number one, I think it should be a pretty fun set of combat encounters that they can go down and deal with these Krothics. Number two, it brings together the party in a way that's a little bit better than, hey, we just met and you forged some documents for us. Why don't you go on this super dangerous mission? And number three, it allows me to introduce something around the dwarves in the campaign, which I, I think could be very interesting for Constantine, the dwarven ranger. I think the lore of saying it's not just, hey, we found these ruins underneath the mine, but they're dwarven ruins. I, I think I'm going to connect it to say this is actually like the the things that were brought out and brought to uh, this character Varys so that everyone, they'll be able to see it. Meaning like, oh, there, there's a couple of things we found and we brought back up, but there's a, the whole ruin down there. We need some folks who are willing to, without telling the mining company, kind of sneak down in there, go in and, and see what we can find. It's a good opportunity, but we need people who can handle themselves. But the things that were brought out will, will be something that resonates with the dwarf Constantine because it'll speak to this lost dwarven clan that legend says is still alive. And that raises the stakes of hope. In my campaign, the dwarves are practically extinct, but this is going to be like this lost legion of dwarven warriors that if he could find them or find something about them, it could mean that uh, he could connect with his people again. I'm hoping that's somewhat interesting for, for Constantine, and it just raises the stakes a little bit, and it can add a little dimension to his character while accomplishing the primary goals of introducing Varys and really kind of tying him into into the group. Gives them a quick sidebar. They probably have to stay a day here anyways, so, you know, this is an opportunity to get into some stuff, as well as get the documents forged. That's generally my plan for how to handle the session. It's going to be pretty quick and easy for me to develop this this underground mine and the, the short dungeon that's in there. I'm going to infest it with these Krothic creatures that they'll have to deal with, and there'll be some bits of treasure and lore that they can find down there. And hopefully that'll set up for the next session, which will be about dealing with a little bit of the Deadfall personas ahead of heading out into the Rootlands, dealing with some of the, the realities of the, the Rootlands in the campaign, and ultimately towards this town of Borlane and the main mission that the, the party is after. 
So what is it that I'm going to be preparing? What are my approaches to be able to accomplish this? Like I said, I'm going to have to build out a dungeon map and I'm going to have to have a whole bunch of Krothic stuff ready to go. I think it's it's more about a short crypt uh, of this lost legion of dwarven warriors, which means I'll also have to come up with a little bit of lore around them. I'll have to identify what I want to call that group of dwarven warriors, maybe just a, a basic history about it, maybe something deeper depending on, you know, if I decide to call for history checks so that I have kind of information that can pay off the use of a skill check there. That's probably the, the easiest portion of it. Have to determine what the treasure I want them to be able to pull out of this thing. Going to have to do some basic design work around the town of Deadfall. It's just kind of throwing together a quick schematic on how Deadfall is arranged. Going to have to come up with the name of the tavern where they're going to meet Varys. And then because I always like to be prepared for when things don't go my way, I think I also need to do some thinking about what happens if they, they really decide they're not going to go into this uh, mine and the Dwarven ruins. What would be the, the next step for the, for the game? They decide to just travel and head, once they have the forged documents, to head towards Borlane. And I think that's going to be more a function of, I'm going to have to do things to slow them down. There's going to have to be uh, random encounters out in the, in the rootlands. I haven't really used any undead in this campaign, and part of me wants to introduce something like that. I'll probably have some kind of a strange encounter where maybe they come across a farm that's been overrun by undead that were raised by some kind of uh, necromancer or something like that. Sounds crazy when you say these things out loud, but that's essentially the realities of what I have to have to do because I'm not prepared yet for them to reach Borlane. They'll reach Borlane in about a day. I'm just simply going to have to slow them down because number one, I, I want them to feel the rootlands. I want them to get to know it. I want it to, to strike them as a distinct region, very different from what they've experienced so far. But really my mission tonight is to connect them with the, the new PC. I find that players are very open to that. They tend to help you do that. They don't tend to be overly difficult. So as long as I set things up correctly, I don't think I'll be in a situation where I have to come up with some random encounters out in the farmlands. What D&D adventurer worth their salt can resist an ancient dwarven room located in an iron mine? Come on. So what's going to work and what am I really worried about? There's a couple of things that are, that are in play. There's a sidebar in the beginning that's going to happen. Joe, who plays Bren, the half-orc fighter, learned in-game for the first time that the, the iron chest was opened. And I hadn't even quite realized that he, his character wouldn't have known it. So many sessions ago, Constantine the Dwarf opened the iron chest and found this bone necklace inside. He kept the information to himself, and then he told Calda. The next time anything gets shared is when he was in the last session when he was in front of Rudwilla, and it was clear that there was this thing. And so Joe on the side with me had said, you know, no one ever shared this with Bren, and I think he'd be pretty upset about it, meaning, hey, like, you guys keep having these secrets. We were in this, this together, I thought. Certainly in his case, he lost many, many comrades in a mission that seemed to center around this iron box. And... He, 
his what he suggested to me is that there's going to be a moment where when Bren has the party ahead of going to Deadfall, but when they're out of the uh, the Grum and Gast swamp to take the party and kind of give them a bit of a dressing down to say, you know, you guys all have these secrets and I think it's kind of bullshit. And I think you need to start keeping every one of us in the loop. We're in this together. You got to be more open. You got to actually trust each other and you got to share information. I'm not sure exactly how he's going to address it, but he's kind of requested of me ahead of time. Like, Hey, I want to have this moment and I'll certainly let him have it. The cool part is of course, this is, stuff that he knew as a player, right? And this is very much about character-to-character conflict versus player-to-player conflict. I don't know if this is going to work or if it's not going, or I don't know that it won't work. I'm very curious to see how it plays out because it's about confrontation. And I kind of have my suspicions on how it may play out. I don't think it'll go quite the way Joe thinks it will, but we're going to pretty much kick it off there. And that could set the tone for the rest of the evening. So I, I guess I have to categorize this in something I'm a little bit concerned about, but this is the game, man, and you got to roll with the punches. The things I I think have a a good chance of working is um, if they get into this dwarven ruin, I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think the Kruthics are very cinematic. They feel like uh, one of those old 1950s horror movies like them, you know, where you can hear that sort of insectoid-like chittering as this massive thing comes running at you, and then that's bad, but then you find out that there's a horde of them, and you've got to deal with that. That's just like good horror movie fun stuff in in an old dwarven ruin. I'm going to do some, some looking online for some images. One thing I like to do is not just show that top-down map view, but maybe if I can in certain circumstances find like images and I usually just pilfer them from online for use in the game only to share with folks and say, hey, this is what it looks like. You can usually find some really cool artwork, very evocative stuff that fits the mood and I'll just use that as the basis for what I for what I build out for them and it hopefully get, gives people this sense of immersion that brings them and I think something like that can work really, really well. I do think the background for the new character is going to work with the group. I'm curious to see how Grayson plays this character. I've seen Grayson play another character in a, in a one-shot. I found the personalities of the character he's bringing to the fore in both Calder's case and this other character's case to lean heavily into a similar theme. I'm curious to see if this is the type of thing he just trends towards playing, but the design and imagery and setup for this new bard for College of Swords, even though he's going to wield these hand axes, feels different. So I'm kind of excited to see something variant from what I've seen from Grayson before. I'm hoping the character's a little more rough and tumble, uh, because I think that would help to to balance into the into the party and kind of fit in. You know, it's a, it's an interesting session. I think of it as a bit of a crossroads because it's it does have this introduction of a new character for the first time in a while. I feel like the party is really on a track. They're heading towards very specific set of goals and everyone is kind of rowing in the same direction. I think it, it kind of helps that we're now out of Outpost 9, but still sort of under the shadow of the, the conflicts that are present there. It should be a pretty fun session, meaning it's not going to be sort of like super high pressure. I think it'll be interesting to see the dynamics between the new PC and the existing PCs. And I think if they get down into that dwarven mine, they're going to have some pretty cool uh, combat scenarios to deal with. And this will be 
the first time they're all fielding the third level version of their characters. And third level is, of course, where a lot of cool stuff comes into play. The prep has only just begun. I can measure the amount of time between now and the game session in hours. I have a lot of stuff to do, but I'm going to be leaning on my experience as a DM to pull together the appropriate materials necessary to, to run the session tonight. I think I have a couple of NPC ideas that are already in play. I need to throw together a quick map. I need to name some things. I need to organize the this mining town in a way that helps the, the party get to know it. I need to find some representative sample NPCs that they could run into who really feel like the Rootlands to help bring that area to the fore. But that's pretty much it. Other than that, uh, as long as I can lure them into this Dwarven mine, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a pretty straightforward session that should end up being quite a bit of fun. This has been Anatomy of a Campaign. If you're enjoying the podcast and you'd like to help out at all, the absolute best thing that you can do is give us a review on iTunes. At this point, just looking to elevate the profile of the audio journal and get some other folks listening in. As always, you can reach out on Twitter at Anatomy Camp, or you can go to the Podbean website. You should see the link in the description and leave us a comment. Or you can reach me directly by email at phil at campaignanatomy.com. As ever, thanks for listening.